Welcome back to another episode of the Peak Performance Podcast. My name is Adam Strauski. This is my co-host, Ty. Ty, what's up, man? Oh, Adam, how you been? Good, man. Good. It's been a while. Man, what we are on. So this is episode 12 yes. of our, of our, we, we had our two, two other specials. Yeah. So this, this makes 14 episodes of 14. We're recording. 14 man. times at the round table. Dude, man. Huh? Not the round table. Jason, the square table. Oh, square yeah, table. Right? Yeah. Well, he was big. We needed, yeah, we, we needed, needed, needed more needed space for two. That guy. Guy. God. Yeah. He was a <laughs> tank. So, but great. Um, but yeah, so on last episode, we covered, you know, some Q&A. We answered some questions from the audience. Um, so what I want to do with this at the end, I want to at least do one, maybe two questions from people as they come in Sweet. Uh, as well yeah. so that we can continue giving back to the audience and, you know, helping them to increase their knowledge. Absolutely. Um, I think that's so, what it's about, you know. Yeah. So hearing that feedback from mm-hmm. guests is awesome. So uh, any questions? Always yeah. welcome. Them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, man, uh, our, fir- our our episode today, we're, we're talking about emotions, man. Emotions. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Uh-huh. That's a good one. Um, so, you know, let's, let's just, what are your thoughts about emotions? Good, bad. Um, you know, what are, what are your actual thoughts on emotions? Yeah. Not even yeah. like diving in super deep yet. Yeah. Like, um, just as soon as I hear the word emotions, man, I'm thinking is they can really affect your behavior if you mm-hmm. don't find a way to control them, if you don't mm-hmm. find an outlet for them, uh, for good or for bad. You know, yeah. I'm not saying in any situation, but they are very persuasive. I'll say it. Oh, yeah. So, uh, uh, and sometimes you don't even realize um, how much your emotions are affecting you, or really mm-hmm. how much of your decision making process is taken over. So. Uh, it's a lot of good and bad there. I mean, yeah. It really is. But um, I think especially like, let's say weightlifting, uh, yeah. if we, you can use use emotions, even if they're negative and try to get a, a good response out of that. So a uh, very common weight room, right? Anger, right? Mm-hmm. You got it, whatever it is, something made you mad in your, in your day-to-day life or at work or something. You see that people go to the gym and use anger kind of like as their outlet. Yeah. So, uh, I think that's, that's, that's something there. Yeah. Yeah um yeah you, you know you bring up anger and it's like well how many people listen to like death metal and not yeah. not just on death metal i'll listen to death metal i'll listen to hard rock i'll listen sure. i listen to almost anything yeah i think i've even like at one point in time or uh, one instance has li- have listened to like classical music well. i think we talked about that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um like With not mozart on. like yeah I, um like to me personally and we talked about music before mm-hmm. specifically on one of our other episodes mm-hmm. i don't remember what episode that I, was i exactly. want to say it was our previous one uh it, it was a question about it you're right Q&A. it was it was yeah it was um it was on the q a because they were talking about music mm-hmm. um but i like i i i drown music out so yeah um, yeah but yes so you know anger itself is something that people kind of tap into. I tell people to go to the dark place, mm-hmm. like, like dig deep, you know, deep and dark and yeah. find, find that those frustrations and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's interesting because you bring up the fitness, you know, and it's like, I mean, and we're talking about anger specifically at this moment yeah. in time. Yes, and it's exactly. like, people are like, well, I go, I go to the gym to de-stress yeah. too. And it's like, no, we, I mean, psychologically, sure, to disconnect, yeah. okay, to get frustrations out, okay, but that's, you know, understand that the difference between psychological stress and physiological stress, there's there's no difference. Yeah. They're the same. Mm-hmm. So working out is still a stressor just for everyone knows. 
but it can be a good one because we're adapted to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so emotions to me, I think I think overall the, they're they're good because the, where they're bad is when we don't know what they're trying to tell us. So an emotion is a is a response to an event and how we're interpreting that event. So we get angry and it's like, okay, well, we should be questioning why we're angry. Well, why am I angry? What about this makes me angry? Mm-hmm. What about this makes me? Because now we have something like almost a guiding light mm-hmm. that shows us where how that shows us how we are feeling the way we are feeling mm-hmm. or why we're feeling why you feel yes. triggered or yes yeah, yeah. and so the understanding of that is is the thing because you know if we're talking about anger specifically like who wants to go around being angry yeah all the time it but let's talk about the opposite let's talk about happiness yeah like so if you know what triggers you and what makes you angry and why it makes you angry now you can work on yourself and how you're interpreting whatever events mm-hmm. make you angry mm-hmm. and start changing that internal dialogue because that makes you feel a certain way. I agree. Right? That makes I you, agree. that makes you, so if I said something to you and it made you angry, mm-hmm. was it necessarily the thing I said? Maybe not. It could be some underlying cause. Yeah. I absolutely understand. But, but at surface level, like as soon as, like whatever it is, if mm-hmm. you say something, I'm not thinking of, oh, I, I need to go back and fix something. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, like, yeah, no, Adam just, you know, he just ticked me off. Like I'm yeah. mad. You know, so that's, and it takes over, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You get that tunnel vision where you, yeah. whether you see red, if it really fires you up mm-hmm. and made you angry, it's like, well, how do you break that? You know? And, you know, this, I think, you know, it's, it all goes back to our society. And like, to me, I will always go back to a society and how we're, how we're designed to live to begin with and how we're currently living. Okay. So, you know, if we're scared, mm-hmm. 10,000 years ago, 20,000 years ago, whatever point in time, we were scared because something was, was attacking us. Sure. Now we get scared because we're worried about what someone thinks about us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, this, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So one was like a survival tactic, and now it's like, exactly. is it really a survival tactic, so, or is it just shelter? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so now we're like taking in like these survival mechanisms, these emotions, these mm-hmm. like, these things that we should have be initially responsive to, mm-hmm. like off the bat, be like, oh, I'm scared. Like the bear's coming after me. I'm going to run. I'm going to like punch in the face. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Whichever. Mm-hmm. Um, as Jace would say, are you recovered enough to fight a bear? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Never. Yeah. And Jason, is, is he, Jason is, just needs to trademark that. Yeah. TM. Yeah. TM. Um, uh, but yeah. So, uh, now we're, we're, we're scared because we're worried about someone's thinking about us. We're not like, that's still a stressor that's going, and it's all coming back to stress. You know, that's e- the thing. Emotion. Yes. yes. Or, or happiness. Like if we can take happiness and be like, what are the things that continuously make me happy mm-hmm. and why am I happy? Mm-hmm. Now we can replicate that. Yes. So wouldn't we rather be happy than angry? Yeah. So if we can understand ourselves and like, Take the second to step back and be like, why am I angry? What about the situation is triggering to me? Mm-hmm. And have that introspection. Imagine how all of the conversations come back to the same kind of core principles. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But have that introspection. Then all of a sudden, we're able to understand why we're angry, what makes us angry, and what, why we're happy, when we're happy, why we're happy, mm-hmm. and what makes us happy. Now we're able to prevent ourselves or move ourselves away from being angry a lot more often and move ourselves to be more happy more often 
in that same token, uh, and I agree 100%, especially whenever you're talking about, which is the underlying point, which is managing stress, creating uh-huh. a better like behavior pattern, better habits, whether yeah. it's create, creating more happiness with your behavior patterns. But in that same token, what you were saying is whenever people go to the gym and they feel angry, um, do you like recommend for, like, for people to utilize that anger? Like, if you're mm. feeling angry that day, like, yes, you need to go back and figure out why you're, mm. why you're angry, why you're triggering. But in that moment, um, going to the gym, do you say, like, obviously, like, let's say they're going to go do a big deadlift or something. Uh, it was already planned before yeah. something made them angry, whatever the case. Do you recommend that they, oh, calm down, relax mm. completely before you go in? Or go in, use that anger. Because it can be misplaced. It is really, I think it's a really, um, I won't like fine point, I, I, not a fine point, but it's a fine line uh. Uh, where being too angry can be dangerous and detrimental to someone uh, versus where it can be a positive influence to your, your performance. Yeah. Dude, that's a really good question. Um, Do I down regularly before I go in the gym? Do I say I'm angry? I'm pent up. Let's go get it out. That's a really, really good question. So first, I would need to know the client. Sure. Because everything within context. Okay. Yes. Um, And that's a phenomenal question because the thing is, like, most people are like, yeah, like, go go get it out. But but if that person is, if if it's Sally Mae or Soccer Mom Susie or, you know, someone that is high stress already mm-hmm. and something triggered them say at work and they're angry throughout their day mm-hmm. you know so then it would be like well maybe they shouldn't sure maybe they should go actually take that as a as a deload as a rest day yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know and go do some yoga instead go do some some meditation go do some breath work mm-hmm. calm themselves down because all they're doing is then building on top of that Struck. sympathetic nervous yeah, system activation yeah. if they're going in hard doing a hard deadlift yeah. or if also if say what time of the day like do they wake up like angry whatever sure. like if they woke up angry they're probably low recovery anyway mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah so understanding that person or themselves them understanding themselves mm-hmm. and being able to back to the introspection step back and think and be like okay well i'm angry today yeah. you know why should I be doing my normal thing or should I actually take and switch gears and da- work on down regulation? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, going to, to that, that place. So is going to be really important like to understand that. Right. However, like say someone like get angry, like right after, like say they're leaving work and, you know, and they a good day. They're, they're just fine. And they, they had this, like, you know, this call, you know, and so like, you know, a girlfriend broke up with them or, yeah, you know, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. Go to the gym. Yeah. Go deadlift. Go, go lift your, you know, go hit a new PR. Yeah. Go. Cause now the anger that you're feeling though, from that is not, it's, it's hurt. Mm-hmm. It's not actually anger. Mm-hmm. Right. You might feel angry because now you feel betrayed or whatever. It's disappointed. But yeah. yes. now you're actually able to offset that mm-hmm. with something really positive. Cause now I hit a new PR. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm, so now I feel good about good myself. Point. That's a really good point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so understanding that like the, where we're at within our day, or our psyche is going to be mm-hmm. really, really important, you know, throughout our day. Like, you know, we talked about, you know, on our deload episodes, mm-hmm. like if I have a lot of stress coming in, if I know it's coming in, I want to purposefully like deload myself for that week. Mm-hmm. I'm just going, I'm not going to the gym. I'm going to deal with the stressors and deal with that. Absolutely. So, you know, 
which can be easier said than mm -hmm. done in this culture. Oh, absolutely. Which we're talking about in the day. 100%. Which is like, go, 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 go. Yeah. Even if I'm angry, even if I'm sad, even if I'm happy, we 100%. go. 100%. Right? So I think that's what you're saying. And it's taking that moment to realize where you, like the pattern of where you've been, whether that week or that entire mm -hmm. day should dictate, you know, what's yeah. best for you. Not just, I'm angry, let's go to the gym. I'm yeah. angry, that means I'm going to lift heavy. Mm -hmm. A lot, I mean, a lot of people like have that, you know, kind of, you know, F your feelings or, you know, like, um, you know, the, the whole, uh, F your excuses or, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever yeah. it yeah, is, like, yeah. you know, like it, it's, there's a time and place for everything. Mm -hmm. And we want to live in this black and white world that is like, well, this is the way you do this. This is how you should act. This is how blah, blah, blah. Like, and there's so many things that are going on that we, we just don't even stop and think, yes. you know, and it, this kind of reminds me of, I was listening to this, this video as a, as a doctor, as a um, child behavior or not ch child development, sorry, not, yeah. but it was about the behaviors of babies into, into you know, um, toddlers and so on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's talking about how we're in this, this state of, um, behaviorism and we're trying to teach our children to behave a certain way mm -hmm. when they're not even cognizant of able of what or why they're able like the that behavior like so okay. we're trying to tell three-year-olds okay. to share yeah like they're you right. have to share yeah. they don't even have any recollection no idea of what sharing is mm -hmm. so their, their brains she was saying that their brains can't even like conceptualize what sharing is absolutely and then they're getting in yeah. trouble because they're not sharing mm -hmm. so now they're being taught to appease other people sure so right so now behaviors that you're exactly reinforcing. so now we're teaching behaviors yeah. that we're not uh, we're unintended to be taught because we're un we're not sure about the the stages of child development sure. and what how we should actually be nurturing that child right mm -hmm. but so That's like really when cool. you start doing that when you start uh, like teaching children to do that then what other behaviors are you teaching them over time right are you pushing them into being angry more often being yeah. resentful mm -hmm. because now they're not a like they're not able to regulate themselves as well right like right and so because now right to them is now sharing it's like mm -hmm. oh, well it's associated well not but, but even like, but like, even like, like, like you know like not like you can't throw a tetra tantrum like sure. as a as a two-year-old yeah you like, know like you, you they know. might i see what you're saying so they might um bottle every so now mm -hmm. in in their adulthood as they start to develop now they're they're bottling everything up yep. and they don't find a healthy release to them and they're not able to understand what they're feeling mm -hmm. because they haven't been allowed to actually feel that as a child like which is yeah. which i mean i know sounds the more i dive into all this stuff i mean when i started getting like more of the functional side of like the nutrition and everything mm -hmm. i was like yeah i'm turning totally hip yeah. I'm totally I'm totally turning like hoity toity like yeah. by all means and I know what this stuff sounds like. I as I hear myself saying it I'm like it sounds crazy. I'm like it sounds like a snowflake. Yeah. You're like uh there's no way that's really Like your feelings matter. And like type thing. And they do but they don't. Mm -hmm. Like don't get me wrong. We're not special. Oh, I'm not a special person. You're not special. Like we're all like human beings. We're and, more alike than similar or we're, than than different is what is. We're and we're yes, we're more alike than different and we're important to other people. We're important to the people that care about us. Yes. But we're not special. Mm -hmm. Right? We might be special to a person or a few mm -hmm. people, but we're not special in the grand scheme of it. Mm -hmm. Right? You know, Albert Einstein was special. Yeah. Like, there, yeah, there's very like, few. Yes. Yes. 
And yeah, so, so it's, it's one of those, like, what does special mean? Uh-huh. It means special, the outlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by definition. So, yeah. so for you to, so if everyone's special, then everyone's average. If everyone is special, if everyone's special, everyone is special. Then, special, then yeah. special's average, and now we have to come up with a new word that's, that puts people above the average. Yeah, that puts them in that outlier no. category, yeah. Super special. Yeah. I was like, yeah, now super, super special. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're just going down a rabbit hole with that. Uh-huh. That's a really good point. Uh, so that was really interesting topic where as far as you talking about like the, the children developing mm-hmm. and stuff i mean you even see that in gender roles man yeah. as far as you know uh as as a kid you know guys being you know reinforced hey man men never cry you know you mm-hmm. hear that is yeah be tough be tough be tough then you get older and then it's like oh you know was that the healthiest release for whatever the yeah. emotion was right so i think that it's definitely a topic worth opening well and you know men do men cry man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a I, mean, I think men feel sorrow. I think, I, I, I think, just like anyone. But I mean, when, if we're looking at the differences between, you know, biological males and females, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. females do tend to be more caregivers and tend to care more about other people. Males tend to be more analytical, like, and more analytical means you aren't as emotional. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't be analytical and emotional at the same time. You can't be. Those are two different like cognitive processes going on. So, for instance. You know, when we see gut dysfunction, mm-hmm. we also see, via the vagus nerve. We also see mm-hmm. via the vagus nerve. We also see limbic system and ne- neocortex dysfunction as well. People become more emotional, mm-hmm. less logical. So, if they have gut issues, they tend to be more emotionally driven. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Emotionally driven people, and I think we've co- talked about this in the ba- in other ca- podcasts. Emotionally driven people tend to be more stressed out. And stress impacts yes. gut function. Gut function then impacts emotional regulation, mm-hmm. and so on. So you have this big cyclical aspect going on. So it's like, well, are you stressing yourself out so much that you're causing gut issues because you're angry, upset, irritated, mm-hmm. frustrated, whatever, whatever word you want to put in that right. in that place? That's a real dude, yeah. And then you're essentially giving yourself more more digestive issues in the long run over the course of one year, two year, five year, ten year, twenty year. Yeah. That then you become more emotionally driven. Which then cycles, you know, it just continuously cycles through. So, you know, do we, how do we break that cycle? Well, we have to impact, try to impact that at every aspect. Like we have to impact the gut function, we have to impact the, the vagal tone, the vagus system, or the vagus system, the vagal nerve, nerve. Yeah. the vagus nerve. We have to impact, you know, try to change the way we're thinking, which, you know, so it's like, oh, I'm angry. So we have to be more aware. Of what, how we intelligence grow. exactly, Absolutely. exactly that EQ, mm-hmm. which again you make it sound like oh well, hippie, like I yeah. gotta care about my feelings in order to fix my stomach. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And for somebody like I had uh, GI issues as like a teenager, yeah. really couldn't huh. figure it out. I mean, I went to physicians. Like I said, I'm no physician, but I went to physicians and mm-hmm. and, and sought help. And um, you know, one of those things like I still never was able. It, I don't deal with those issues anymore. Yeah, but funny enough, we never figured out. What actually what happened? You're talking. I went to physicians in St. Louis in my hometown, mm-hmm. um, and never could figure out. There was no medication yeah. that would help. You know, I tried whatever they said. Hey, suggest um, don't eat red meat this week, or mm-hmm. cut cut down on on lacto or or milk, um, whatever. You know, tried all these yeah. different things, and nothing really fixed it. But over the years, I mean, it. I don't deal with that. Yeah. And uh, so, what you know, what was your mental state your emotional state mm-hmm. then versus now matt i hmm that's like, a good point like i don't that, yeah and like let's actually think about that but, but yeah and, and at the same know. time i 
I, like, I would you, say that I was more, I felt, I thought I was more calm, like, as a uh, teenager. Okay, um, maybe you were. And I won't say I'm, like, unstable or anything. Yeah. Uh, definitely not. But um, I don't know. I think I'm more vocal now as an adult yeah. than I was a kid. I was just, uh, I was just it, always calm. I don't know yeah. why. Like, okay. like, eerily calm. I don't know. Yeah. So, can't tell you. But You're calm. used to that. Do you remember, like, thought processes that you had? Um, no. No. Not really. Not really. Not anything, yeah. like, that would... Like I said, it, I felt calm at all uh, times. Do you, do you remember a lot of your childhood? For the most part, yeah, yeah I'd say so. Okay, I, I think so. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I was, now you're like, now you're like, wait. Yeah, I was like, I think so. Well, I think I remember because a lot of people like will, you know, especially if they had a high, like a more like more stressful times, mm -hmm. like they'll block things out. They won't. Like, they'll be like, actually, sure. I don't even remember. Sure, I like, and I think I went through my mm -hmm. fair share of um, you know obstacles, challenges yeah. in life. You know, whether that was losing uh, people like losing yeah. people or, or being wow. in high stress situations yeah. and stuff like that but um i think uh, like i said a lot of people you go through you lose family members you lose yeah. friends you lose you know things like that yeah it would probably be like the biggest trauma yeah, that, at that time yeah and that but that's you know that's that, that's that, that's common in general yeah, like, yeah i was like that's life you're gonna, you know you're gonna deal with those things i mean so. when i was a, you know when my grandparents passed away like mm -hmm. we were in you know in the chapel at the the funeral home Playing Mother May I because we didn't really know, like as children we didn't really know. You couldn't process like very you know well, yeah. three years old, four years old, whatever age I was, mm -hmm. we didn't really didn't know. Yeah, you yeah. Know. So I was like, eh, yeah, maybe if I go back and yeah, and and, and look at it, but um, it kind of fixed this. It worked. Yeah. I won't say it fixed this because yeah. that doesn't just happen. Things don't necessarily just always go away. No, no, uh, no. But it was something I more than likely addressed along the way, and it just mm -hmm. and, and didn't look back. Yeah, well, and, you know, and so, you know, whether it's a psyche thing or, yep. you know, actual emotional regulation thing, like you were stressed, they were more stressed out, but you acted calm, mm -hmm. like maybe you were could over, be. like, but not even that necessarily, like, I mean, it could have been other things going yep. on, like, maybe gut microbiome, maybe it's the food, quality of food that you're eating, like, there's other things that were, you know, could be involved right. in that, right? Right, and I just wanted to bring that up as a point yeah. of saying, like, because um, what you're saying, it's not just, like, just medicine didn't fix that, Yeah, you know, it, it could be. The psyche, right? Yeah. It could be the way that that you uh -huh. um, deal with those emotions, right? That really affect other uh, systems in your body. Mm -hmm. You don't even realize, yeah, right. Exactly. So that will affect your performance, mm -hmm. whether it's inside oh, the gym, absolutely. business, being able to consistently show up to work and be in a good mm -hmm. attitude, high energy, whatever yeah. that case may be. Yeah, it's just a good point. Yeah, that uh, those emotions will can you know will impact our our gym and everything in general. Yeah, like, dude, like it can take know. over. You know, but yeah, I mean, someone that's like sad and upset, they just won't perform as well. Like if they're yeah, angry, yeah, they might perform better just because yeah. they have that aggression to take out. But and you know, yeah, it, we also look at emotions and you know, being like where their where people's hormones are. Like so, mm -hmm. you know, like you know, guys with lower lower testosterone, mm -hmm. like they're going to be more emotionally driven. Yeah, than someone with higher testosterone, mm -hmm. like they're going to have you know be potentially have more you know someone with super high testosterone could have more like anger and stuff. Yeah, aggressive. But I mean, it can kind of go either way, especially if we look at su actually super physiological dosing, like the whole like the roid rage aspect. Mm -hmm. Like everyone, you know, that gets kind of a I don't want to say bad rap, but at the same yeah. time, like it exacerbates current emotions of what you feel not just makes you more angry necessarily yeah though i think some of that has to do with the dysregulation of the way people have managed exogenous hormone usage and yeah. to to a degree mm -hmm. um or mismanaged we'll say mismanaged not yeah. Managed. yeah yeah i was like yeah, yeah. i don't know if they 
overindulgence. Manage sound like success. Like overindulgence. Yeah, I was like, you did it, you did it, you did it good. Manage that sounds good. So yes, mismanage. Yeah, overindulgence of 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 usage of some you know different things. We'll go with that. Um, but you know, like look at females. Like yeah. as their cycle, as their hormones change throughout their cycle. Yeah. Like you know, ultimately, like a lot of females shouldn't really have you know be noticing like massive mood swings, but they can. You know, um, the 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 emotions whenever hormones change change as well. Sometimes they're more nurturing. Sometimes they're more like like frustrated yes. like that like yes. but so it just sure. kind of depends on what some of those hormones are looking like yeah you know as far and as like right yeah you have a lot of birth balance control that it's just talking about females and their hormones but yeah you have even birth controls that regulate that stuff and uh, each uh, birth control might change regulate that stuff try that's the attempt is Reg to yeah that's the attempt the idea is to regulate make it more routine and I would, I, I would say suppress. I want to say suppress. Yeah, you can say it. birth control that suppresses the dysregulation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that suppresses so. the the symptoms of the dysregulation. Let's go with let's that. go with that. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. I was like, don't want to. Yeah. yeah, step on toes. But yes, uh, uh, you even see like uh, so. I have three sisters. Uh, yeah. So I remember one of my sisters uh, as a teenager, she was going through, um, you know, just you know, the natural stuff. The, uh, periods and yeah, yeah, I was like that. I don't know yeah. why it took me so long. I couldn't say it. I don't know why. But anyway, okay, we're, we're all we're all adults here. Yeah, I was like, I don't know why it got stuck. But she would, you know, and I remember a time where she was going through different, um, different pills, different, yeah, like different medication for it. Yeah, some like one medication she would, her body did not accept. Yeah, it, you know, gave her completely the opposite effects. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, didn't like that at all. And then she tried like a few, and eventually she got to one where it felt quote unquote more normal for her. Yeah. Right? And it felt like her her cycles were more routine. Her her mm -hmm. uh, attitude, her behavior was a little bit regular. Well quote, but whenever someone's put on the pill, they don't have to actually cycle. They they like whenever they actually go through their periods, it's it's the, it's the, the removal of the hormones that cause that. Mm. Of the because they put do if it's a pill, they do the sugar pill as well. Like when you're on like, Oh yeah. Yeah period. they do. They do. Well so it's removal of that hormone. Mm-hmm. So you go through your pills, and then you hit the sugar pills when you're. I believe they do sugar pills during the cycle. Yeah. So there's a keep well, it should the be behavior. during the cycle, but right. it's the, but the sugar pill, the removal of the hormone, the mm. pill, the hormone pill into the sugar pill causes the cycle. So it's the removal of the hormone itself mm. that causes you. the I'm causes the suppressant, suppressant, suppressant. Now we're off the suppressant. Now it's able to yeah, come us through. Yeah, so, I mean, it, whether it's a progesterone based or you know yeah. whatever, oh, like yeah. they're removing they're removing the hormones, so then the body's the period is actually the reaction to the removal of that exogenous hormone. Yeah. So it's not actually the like the actual natural cycle natural cycle. So it's just this is whenever you're going to allow it to yes happen in, in, in essence. Yeah, but I mean, there's it's still most of the time they're not like really able to get like pregnant then, mm. just because there's not even their time like. They're not their cycle, obvious. their cycle might not even be. Yeah, they might not like be obviously. They might not be on on the right cycle at all. Yeah, not just a, to kind of defense. Female yeah. expert. Mm -hmm. uh, as no, yeah. Oh, yeah, but it's stuff that you come. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. And just how hormones can change uh, behaviors. Mm -hmm. so you you yeah. be aware of it as best as yeah. you can, whether you can you know, really change it. Yeah. But yeah, just try to be aware. Yeah. Well, I think that on that note, um, finishing off with a period. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Oh, man, I think I think that's gonna wrap us up. Yeah. Uh, we still have the question we're going to answer. All right. Let's um, get so it. we have our boy Eric. Yeah. Um, he asked about creatine and what are our thoughts on creatine. Sweet. Um, the way I view creatine, man, is it's it's, it's a substance that's uh, produced in the body. If you're familiar with the ATP PC mm -hmm. system, uh, PC possible creatine. Uh, so it is part of the body. A very common supplement that you can find on the shelves. Mm -hmm. I think only thing I can say about it is a lot of people fear supplements, uh, especially who have never done it. So I do want to say that it's a pretty relatively harmless one from my uh, experience as far as if your body doesn't need it, it does a really good job of excreting it. Yeah. Just pee it out. Mm. Uh, but yeah, your thoughts. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think creatine's, creatine's one of the most research or is the most research supplement out there. Mm. Um, did you know that all creatine, as far as last I knew, was all came from one manufacturing plant in oh, really? Germany? And then oh. they get it gets shipped out to different places, yeah, and then they then they make their own like types, like the different different things. Really? So yeah, Did so so um, like there's some that, there's different um, types of creatine, like yeah. you know, like monohydrate and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, so for that, everyone should be just using a creatine monohydrate, microfiltered, um, or sorry, not microfiltered. My apologies, micronized. Right. Um, sure creatine so i'll get in the system really fast in essence it's and, just creatine. yeah it's just it's just creatine no and, it's, and it's also the cheapest cheapest creatine you can get um so but really good for the atp re, uh turnover yes um yes for essentially just want to add like one extra rep essentially per extra per workout pretty much, pretty much. um but there's also in the older people there's a lot of race research on alzheimer's mm. creatine benefit on the brain um, so, so there is a lot of good um, research even on brain health and stuff with creatine. So I do believe that people should be taking, you know, about five grams of creatine per like daily. Really not, um, not, not nothing more. Might as well just keep it in on the days you don't train too. Because like you said, yeah. you just excrete it if you don't need it. But really? if you need if you need it and you don't take it, mm -hmm. then why would you not, you know? Yeah. And, and it's super cheap. I mean, you can yeah. usually get like, you know. Anywhere, anywhere way between. I think the prices have gone up on it. I remember back yeah. in the day, man. I used to get like three hundred servings for like thirty bucks. Yeah, It'll, you can get like can't no, no, but, no exactly. Uh, yeah, but now like I think you, you can get approximately like you know hundred servings yeah. for like thirty ish dollars. Yeah, hundred. You know, yeah, yeah. You know somewhere not, somewhere between. It's not, it's not very expensive. Um, no, super super cheap for the amount of servings you get for it. Because I mean, hundred servings. I mean, that's that's, that's pretty that's, solid. You know, yeah. like I said, five gram at five grams a day. Mm -hmm. That's a little under a third of the year. Yeah, you're like, going to be good. You know, three, you know, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, 90, you know, so you have what, 30 days per month, essentially. Yeah. You know, that's three months worth for 30 bucks. Yeah. Like, that's a dollar a day. And break it down. Like, I mean, then you still have 10 servings left. Sure. Still still in good shape. Yeah. Pretty cheap, pretty harmless. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we both support creatine. Yep. Go for it. Absolutely. Add it into your, into your stuff. Yeah. Try it. Cool. Out. Well, thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, we appreciate your viewership. Uh, if you have any comments or um, suggestions, uh, we feel free to shoot us a message. Uh, drop them in the comments below. Uh, and we will see you on next the yeah. next episode. You can follow us both at Ty. What's your yeah, what's your Instagram? Tyrus D. T U R U S S N D. That's it. <laughs> and I'm at Coach underscore Jodowski. So we'll catch you next time on the Peak Performance Podcast. Thanks, guys. No